You are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge. Welcome to Strange Tales from Outside. Wow, that See, was they the don't, slurriest don't... intro I've ever heard you do. Yeah. This is I don't of... know what you're talking about. <laughs> 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 ah, alcoholic. That's <laughs> <Anyway, laughs> the worst beer catchphrase ever. Alcoholic. <laughs> oh, it's like the Chappelle show, remember? It'll get you drunk. Anyways, that's inappropriate. Welcome to Strange Tales from Outer Space, episode 61, 61. Is that right? I don't I'm know. Not Spanish, but I, oh, I don't speak Spanish. I'm only Hispanic. <laughs> My name is Doc, and I lead the cavalcade this week, as always, bringing you the latest news and views from Planet Nexus. Krug, we are a cavalcade. We are a motley crew of ne'er-do-wells and brigands. I don't think you know the meaning of any of those words. <laughs> a I cavalcade is a wrong. formal procession of people walking on horseback or riding in vehicles. We are not. <laughs> we are actually completely stationary, so we are by definition not a cavalcade. <laughs> and here I thought I'd go into a tangent already on my own, but you did it for me. Anyway, <laughs> you're welcome. Oh, this week is always our Krug. Hi, I'm Krug. Sorry. Wow. Wow. Sorry. And Doc's the drunk one? Yes. Take a drink I for that. have an energy drink, so. Um. Mm. And Indigo. Hi, guys. <laughs> Krug, how was your week? My week was great. My week was actually not super great because, look, my headphones are broken. Do you see how you can Whoa, see the foam on the inside? Sucks. Yeah. And they're really expensive headphones, those? too. What? What did you do to those? I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah, I just woke up one morning and put them on. They were like that. Don't Maybe make your bed. Break your headphones. Jesus Christ. Can yeah. you never just get anything nice? No, no. Absolutely not. Actually, these are really expensive. I don't know how they broke. Anyways, um, aside from that, it is a good weekend because tomorrow... The three of us, actually, well, me and Indigo, for the most part, a little bit of Doc, have a day off. Yeah! No work on Monday, which means at least Indigo and I are going to be streaming really late tonight. Doc has a little bit of work to do, so he might not be up as late as the rest of us. But Indigo and I are party animals and will be up for <laughs> video games because that's... You couldn't even finish that without cracking up. <laughs> party <laughs> I animals. Try- I was trying to rage already, but I can't rip my shirt. Yeah, I know. I like this shirt. I'm not going to rip it. And honestly, we're all really happy that you're that weak. <laughs> uh, so yeah, looking forward to uh, looking forward to the day off. How about the next person? Indigo, uh, how was your week? Yeah, the next person would be me, and that's why I'm going to talk. Uh, my week was really good. Uh, the most exciting thing for me this week was actually all of the massive amount of work we did yesterday and today on the website. Oh, I didn't even mention that. Oh my uh, god, is it a ton of it? We have been working. We literally worked all day yesterday, like 10 a.m., 10 p.m. Um, with, with the appropriate video game breaks, obviously. Yeah. Oh, duh. Of course. I mean, uh, <laughs> but uh, we're doing a complete change over the website, uh, and uh, we'll see. We'll see. I hope you guys like it. It's it's a little bit more organized, a little bit uh, better put together, a little prettier. Yeah, we're reorganizing a lot of stuff so that it's a little easier to get around, and also because we have some interesting new additions to the site that uh, that are going to be going up which is cool. Uh, we got, like, in the past week or something, like three or four content creators, which is really awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and some we'll talk about a little more in depth same. afterwards. Yeah, but we got fine. a guy who's, yeah. like, a, a beer nerd. Uh, yeah. We have a film nerd, and we have a we have animation nerd, right? Nerds. Yeah, we, we have a couple film nerds. nerds. Yeah. Uh, and no, Ian, uh, uh, it is not up. It will be up tomorrow. Yes, that is our goal, is to be up and live and running tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So uh, hopefully you'll guys see that. But that was my, my that was the most important part of my week. Uh, I know we've got a lot of talk uh, talk through, and I know Doc's drunk, so uh, it's going to take way longer than normal. So we're just going to go up go up to Doc. Doc, how was your week? It's so hot. Anyway, no. Uh, so <laughs> my week. all that beer coursing through you. <laughs> So my week's been pretty fun. Uh, I finally got to go officially start just training in general. I have friends who coach MMA and who are uh, amateur fighters. So they're like, dude, you got to join us. I mean, you're like 5'9". You're not very tall. You're not, you don't have very long arms. So you can't strike for shit. So we'll just we'll teach you the ground game. We'll teach you wrestling. We'll teach you jiu-jitsu. I spent two hours this week on the, at the, on the, on the first day. I'm going to go more and more every week. And uh, learning it up, I had a lot of fun. I got some nice, uh, nice, nice, fun bruises. I like getting out there and exercising when I can. 
nice fun yeah bruises. when you fight you get bruises no but i mean yeah, why but, are they nice fun bruises why are they they're nice not? fun bruises because i sit here and i i draw most of my day or i sh- sit here and break computer stuff or fix computer stuff so going out there like getting my hands dirty and just like wrapping my head around someone's like neck and you then just, pulling just them love, down and going into half guard and then going another into man and holding him close and I'm exactly saying, rubbing your hair nice, and faces together. I'm just saying nice fun bruises uh, don't involve <laughs> wrestling with other men. It was they, consensual. They, they, was they consensual usually wrestling. involve whips and chains, but that's a completely different story. <laughs> and we should move on to what, what is it called, Doc? Well, I was just going to oh, say. Oh, you, got, uh, you got more. You got more. You got more. I mean, not a whole lot. I just want to say it was just really fun this week. Hey, you know what? You got to have a whole spiel. I want to have no, a whole no, no. Have a whole spiel. I'm sorry. I wasn't the one gasping. That would be crude. He was. That was a good transition, and you ruined it. It's yeah. really what he just did. Pretty much. <laughs> anyway, I had a lot of fun getting my hands dirty. Went to Angel Game yesterday. Okay. Gonna relax at home tomorrow. Do some more drawing for some stuff for Q times, and that's about it for me, really. So let's move on to the strange tales of the week. We gotta get real production values in here. I'm like, working on it. All right, I am working on it. I've got a whole bunch of research going into it. I'm buying a sound card. It's gonna happen. Just don't. <laughs> it sounds. It's like we're doing like old timey twenties uh, radio. If you'll notice, everybody in Twitch chat, the pre-show music was all edited together so that I didn't forget to hit play on the next track. Uh, got you're welcome. Anyway. Oh, what happened this week, guys? I we're just waiting, right? This announcement will come eventually. Um, no, 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 no. Uh, we wait. This what happened this week was Indigo was right. Ish. Indigo was ish. right. Ish. ish. Oh no, 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 no! I called it. I was just jokingly hoping it would be on my birthday. That so, would have been cool. But I definitely called it before. Okay, August. let's let's say this, what the news is before we this, get on a tangent. This it was. We've been we all have been speculating, especially here on the show. More deep dives coming. Uh, the PTR happening. The Shades Eve focus PTR happened. Yeah, and the fact it's, that the Shades Eve PTR had the free to play changes in it, and that Shades Eve is obviously happening in October, in like four weeks, three weeks. We're like, this has, has to have to happen sooner, right? We have to get this free to play thing sooner rather than later. Lo and behold, a twit, a twit, a twit went out. A twit uh, went out. Is it you? I so you went someone out? has uh, been drinking a little. <laughs> a tweet came out this week and said, "Hey guys." The Wildstar Free-to-Play officially will launch on September 29th. Ding. Not Indigo's birthday, but he got really fucking close. What was <laughs> my, my birthday is September 22nd. And see, I was way off because I figured it'd be like somewhere closer to the end of October. Like, let Shade Deep happen first, but I'm, I'm okay being wrong. I totally am. Why do you have that weird look? Like, I honestly figured we would get the holiday first and then we would get the, the Free-to-Play transition after. But well, I know- it doesn't make sense really it i know i know a couple people are a little upset about it because they feel that the P- people should be in ptr a little bit longer um but um yeah we'll see what happens i mean i really hope that this uh this release happens as smooth as humanly possible um we'll, we'll find that's out. what i'm worried about because we got the phase two ptr patch what like this past week right on like tuesday or wednesday yeah actually got the phase two which allowed us to actually buy Endcoin, test out the runes more, uh, the improved rune system, which we'll go over in a little bit. It just feels... Uh, if you were in beta before launch, the official launch, people were like, oh, we can't test uh, the Elder game. We can't test the raids, really. Like, even just the mechanics of the raids. Uh, we're not trying to beat it. We can't really test like the ending zones. So it got a little dicey and choppy, and, we, and there was no way to insta-50, so more people couldn't test it. You had to have power leveled your way through there in a certain amount of time. And it was like two weeks of testing, and then launch happened. And after launch, we kind of all chronicled what happened then. And they've definitely, Carbine has definitely made leaps and strides and has done better and improved it by God loads. The, 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 the communication around the Reddit sphere and the Twitter sphere and everything else, just uh, it's it's pointing back to optimism, which is nice. And not overhyped optimism, just like, oh, want to play again. But... September 29th, it's currently September, what, 6th? That's yes. a little less than a month, 23 days, roughly. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's enough to test out a lot of the numbers, uh, especially when you're talking about some of the PTR, the PvP changes we're going to talk about, like uh, Meerkat said last week, uh, the new rune changes that are happening, uh, the world boss stuff that hasn't been tested out a whole lot either. I- I'm concerned, personally. And, well, I and the character wipe as well. Yeah, the character wipe was kind of crazy, 
Uh, they've also locked off, was it, uh, transfers? So once they once they actually drop the game update, transfers are done. You can no longer get free transfers. Mm-hmm. You have to pay for them, which I'm fine with. I, at that point, it doesn't make any sense to have free transfers, whatever. But we do have an MMORPG article that was talking about it. And it kind of goes into... It's more of an opinion piece along with some news. So nothing super new. Yeah, uh, it's just a rehash, uh, in my opinion, a rehash and just kind of like yeah. uh, point of view. Uh, it's kind of like what we do here. Yeah, it's everything we've already said for people that have not played the game so much. So if you got a friend who's interested, give them the MMORPG article. There was even a live stream that went out to uh, to everyone on what was it, like a Thursday or a Friday? Like something three days ago. So Friday, roughly. Thursday, Friday. And like, oh, okay, cool. We're going to go through an actual live stream of it and give a summary of it. And people were taking notes on it. And a few interesting things happened. Uh, they are saying that the current free-to-play trailer is only a teaser. So that whole, like, 40-second preview video was just... With the different artwork that we were just like, this is not the same game. I don't play this game. Yeah. 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 So they're coming out with another one, which just coming out soon. Uh, the one thing we've all been curious about, if you're a fan of it or if you absolutely hate it, the Hollow Crypt, how it was off. Like, you couldn't actually hear his lovely replies, which, whatever. It's toggleable. Yes. Which means if you don't want to hear it, it'll by default be on. But if you don't want it, you can turn it off. That which means Indigo, there are good like, things in life. Good things did in you, life. Did you like the Holocrypt voice? Yeah, I love the Holocrypt voice. I also love the taxi driver, which I know Krug used to hate the taxi driver. He even yeah. added an add-on that specifically turned just him turned him off. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> <laughs> no offense, uh, but I didn't. I wasn't a fan. I love. Hey, I haven't. I love both of those. I love the 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 added color to the game in my opinion you know what i mean i never it's a game i don't take it personally when he goes you know you're getting really good at dying like i don't find that I, oh, I, you again yeah i, I don't me. like i don't find that uh, offensive i love him i think he's amazing and I'm, I'm glad that um they're not getting rid of him i'm glad that there are enough people out there that that raised their hand and said um n- no no that's no Let's go back. Just to be clear, I never thought it was offensive. It was just obnoxious. <laughs> well, and I, I don't mean offensive. I think I mean, that's what people were getting upset about was that after a while when you're really working towards something, like say raids, or if you just have an issue with or, endgame. Or level. when you, you're you're in Skullcano and you've been on the final boss for the last hour. I mean, all things all things happen. Everyone <laughs> will crack eventually. And I haven't cracked yet with the Hollow Crypt guy, and I think he's hilarious. That's, yeah. that's what I would say if I could. But, uh... I, I don't know. I always thought people were a little too antsy about the Holocrypt go, guy going, and I'm glad he's still around. Whatever. So they have also have a bunch of other stuff that we that we got summary of notes from from Reddit, from Wild Weave, because Wild Weave is everywhere now, apparently. Yeah, Wild man. doesn't <laughs> sleep. Whoever this person or group is, they don't sleep at all. So the character cosmetics, like hairs, will go into the item shop. There's new character cosmetic items. All the beta testers, if you get into beta right now, Jump into beta right now, up until when they finally close it and then launch the game update, you will get a title, an exclusive title only available to this period of beta testers. It is called the Freelancer title. Now, there's been some questions and debates about titles and who gets what, and really, there's... Is it exclusive? This is only for people who beta tested from now till the drop so the game update drops. But I don't think you answered my question. Is it exclusive? <laughs> it is exclusive only to people who are in the beta right now to when the game update drops. Because the reason why we're laughing is that there's a bunch of people, not just one person, on Twitter who are curious about names and, t- and titles. People like having things that modify them, make them more unique. Krug, what's wrong? Nothing. I, I just want to, you know, just be obvious about that. Uh, there obviously will be a character wipe on live stream realms on September 29th, but only for characters on the arc ship. So keep in mind, if you were not off the arc ship, your character is done. Yeah. Cut, son. Yeah, it's different now, so <laughs> it doesn't exist anymore, and therefore your character won't exist anymore. I imagine exactly. is the reason so, behind that whole thing. Basic answer to that problem, get your character to level four. Get yeah. him off the arc ship and leave him there. Hey, that's really hard. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, it's not, though. Oh. 15 minutes of your time. Come oh, on, guys. Damn it. <laughs> As there's, there will be more live streaming. If you haven't noticed, uh, there's casual Friday live streams now. Most recently, Time Travel, I believe, was on it. Cadium had a stream on. So did uh, Sunshine. So there'll be more and more active communication with them, uh, with Carbiner players on there. And you'll see more and more of that. There'll even be 
uh, Q&As on these live streams, official live streams, uh, giveaways, and they even said something like occasionally you might see a community member on there once in a while. A streamer, a well-known streamer. You're not one of them. Let's move it's on to the next <laughs> point. Confirmed from confirmed Winterfest 2015 is happening this year. So Woo! that's happening. I'll be we kind of already knew that was happening. Well, uh, I, well, I mean, last year they, they said that they had Shades Eve and Winterfest ready to go, but they were postponing it to the next year. So uh it since they have already said Shades Eve is definitely happening this year, it only leads us to believe that we would be also getting Winterfest, which woo! Christmas yeah. stuff. Christmas time is here. I'm really excited uh, for Christmas. Why? Well, I mean, the, the Shades Eve holiday is awesome, but just like inherently it's worse for me because I don't like the color green. So, I mean, I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with the art style. Like green fits the art style. I just I like how you both cocked your heads at like almost the same. Well, only because you play a medic and medics have a lot of green. Yeah, we do. But whatever. I mean, that, that, that doesn't factor into what class I choose. But anyways, uh, I love the Christmas aesthetic, like white and light blues and and reds and greens, but not as the primary, like, everything is green color. Uh, and I'm excited to see it. I think I'm just gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna get my juices flowing. I, guess. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought juices flowing, and then I'm like, I'm not gonna say that. And then I was like, well, I don't have anything else to say. I'm just gonna say juices flowing. Uh, I need to just forget that. <laughs> uh, Katie and Nessa, hey, Krug, Winterfest is run by Protostar, who are green. So you just, are you just green cyst? Just, just hate all green things? <laughs> they're just gonna go into wildstar and type in like some console code that's like all blue things turn green fuck you this is where it would <laughs> so there's a few more things here uh the game update officially has a name it's called wildstar reloaded <laughs> because it needed to be badass apparently uh, there's a few things that haven't happened quite yet they're talking about fishing again and new movement mechanics Ooh. Kind of mechanics, but they're working on some stuff. Uh, they also will say that there's potentially more merchandise coming. In fact, if I'm not mistaken, Time Travel gave away a CD of music on Friday. Yes, yes, a it was pre Wildstar release CD. Like it was the music, like it was like the test music that they were going. Gee, over. Oh, if I only had knew, known that. Damn. Yeah. So it wasn't even. It wasn't even like, hey, here you go. Here's here's the new music or the next or here's the CD. But this was pre music. It was pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, obviously, they w- did say. So we haven't seen them yet in PTR. Neighborhoods are not ready yet. Uh, they did say devs need more time for it, but they want to make it more. They want to add more to it. So neighborhoods, when they finally do happen are supposed to be just freaking sweet. And That's... only be available for signature status people. I'm just kidding. I don't know. Let's <laughs> reiterate that again. What, 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 Indigo? Uh, I don't know. Okay. I, I, don't... I just, just want to say that and get it out of the way so people aren't like, what? <laughs> so people are going to get rewards coming out in the September 29th as well. So all those veteran rewards for signing up early, like the Ichthian Mount and the uh, DJ Caretaker decor item those will all be distributed out as well what do you guys think this whole announcement trailer everything else oh one more thing they're having a hoverboard invitational oh yeah you didn't mention like the most coolest thing on this list yeah they're gonna they're gonna actually have an officially sponsored sanctioned hoverboard game like in-game event and it's gonna have racetracks and they say with bumps and speed boosts and people which is interesting because they're adding speed boosts I hope there's walls with spikes. Are they going into <laughs> housing is my question. It will probably be awesome. it will probably be a a separate like a protostar representative will be there and you could enter to to go into it and it will be like a PVP instance uh where all of you get teleported to it and it will be a separate like completely different instance where it's it's one of two or three maps that they've pre-made and you go there kind of like similar to PVP. Yeah, but they did say it'll be a hoverboard exclusive thing, so you can't just bring your your luminous echo bar and run around in it because there'll be water. Although, does that disqualify the snarflings because they can float on water? But they can't float on water, so they can't. Can they? I'm pretty sure they could. I don't have one, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't that. anyway, I gave I all of our keys whatever. away. Yeah, uh, there it's it's pretty. It's a lot of cool stuff happening from this from September 29th and on. So beginning of free to play. The end of the beginning is here, guys. 
the begin what? What? <laughs> end, I was I was the wondering if you guys could get me. It's not hard. The end of the beginning. So we're getting oh, close I to see the what end. Because the beginning of the game was like was one way, and then we're going to something else. So that would be the new way, which would mean the first way is ending. And since the I first way is the beginning, I'll slap myself in the forehead so people can hear this. There. <laughs> <laughs> that was very satisfying so awesome. for me. Thank you for doing that. It was. That makes. I'm gonna make that into a GIF and put it on Q Times, just like in the corner. <laughs> that will replace the logo one day. <laughs> April Fools. April Fools. Anyway. Uh, let's move around from there. So we did mention there are more deep dives happening since we are getting really close to the free to play conversion. They did finally give us a heads up on what's happening to runes. Ooh. So we all know right now, runes are kind of in an odd place. Things feel underpowered or overpowered, or they cost a lot of money to reroll and all this fun stuff. So they did a deep dive to kind of give us some notes on it. So here's what we've picked out that we think might be interesting for people to know about. No more assault and support runes. So if it gives out assault and support power, we've already said before, they're gone. They'll all have stuff like multi-hit, they'll have stuff like lifesteal, they'll have stuff like glance. Uh, that kind of stuff. PvP power, PvP defense. Uh, the fun part is that fusion runes, which typically were their own category, they're uh-huh. now going to be just any kind of rune. They're going to be the catch-all rune. So if you're just kind of out, if you need, say, uh, if you need uh, lifesteal runes, lifesteal fire runes, but you don't have any more fire runes, and you have a, a fusion rune, you can throw that fusion rune into that fire rune, mm-hmm. a fire slot. So they're going to be like the jack-of-all-trades. They can go anywhere and any, anywhere. So all of these runes that have kind of specials and procs on them like say uh what's it assassinate i know spell singer stuff it would say like oh if you get four of 12 assassinate runes you'll get this bonus if you get eight of 12 you'll get this you get 12 of 12 you get this those have been uh moved they haven't been destroyed they've been moved most of them have been moved so what basically happens is the threshold number you have to hit like that four of 12 eight of 12 12 of 12 to get the ability activated that's gone What's going to really happen is, is the more of that kind of special you you put into your gear, the stronger that special is going to become. So if you ever played Diablo 2 or 3, if you ever played uh, anything that has like a set bonus, think of the specials acting like that. So you have, say, a rune that gives a special of assassinate. Instead of having to have four, instead of having to have four assassinate runes in your gear to compensate, just if you have one rune that's assassinate, it'll give you like random number point five percent extra damage if you're below 30 if your enemy's below 30 percent put in three assassinate runes now it's like two percent extra damage under 30 percent health if you put in seven it's now like five and a half percent under 30 percent so it's just going to keep stacking the more you put on there that seems actually kind of fun for me personally i'm i'm, I'm personally okay with that so think of it like set bonuses from world of warcraft after diablo uh, you no longer have to worry about weakening runes. So every time you unlocked a rune in your gear, you notice it'll have a percentage underneath it, like 71% or 58%. Really odd numbers, right? Yeah, super that's random. Because, that's because if you put a rune in there, it'll actually only be that percentage effective. So if your rune gave 10 assault power, which is going to be gone, so 10 lifesteal, if you put it into a rune that a slot that said 48%, you'll only get 5 lifesteal instead. 4. That's 8. gone. 4.8. Or 4.8. That's gone now with, with uh, Wildstar Reloaded. It's going to just be, uh, they're just going to be as they are. They're going to be completely unlocked. You don't have to unlock them with gold or anything like that. On the downside, though, they've reduced, is it upside or downside? I don't know. They've reduced the amount of runes you're able to have on your gear from 80 rune slots down to 35 rune slots. Well, and they specifically so, said that that change isn't intended to like nerf anything or make things weaker. That they're going to balance runes around that new uh, that new number, so that it, you're essentially getting the same usefulness out of thirty five. So basically, each rune slot or each rune that you put into a piece of gear is going to have a greater effect on you. So it's it, yeah. I, I don't think people should worry about like oh I'm not being able to two shot people with the change anymore me. Nah, numbers are going to be adjusted. They're kind of odd right now. People have been playing with them on PTR and have been saying that these numbers are, aren't as great as these numbers. Uh, but we won't really see till live and we get a lot of people and theory crafters go nuts on them. And uh, here's another fun part you might have missed. You can now equip runes out in the world. You don't need to be at a rune crafting station. You pick up a brand new rune, you like it, you have a spot open, throw it in there. You, you, mean, you mean there's a slot in my armor that is perfectly shaped for an item and i have that item that would perfectly fit in that spot and i can't put it on there no no, no you don't understand that you need special rune glue 
Oh. Yeah. yeah. Think of it like, but now oh, they removed yeah, the rune glue. Now there are little brackets that hold them in place. Oh, think of it like so thermal way better system. Like magic. Thermal paste. You're stuck <laughs> on that IGN thing. It's <laughs> fucking weird. Anyway, so you can equip Mount in the Wild, but if you still need to create runes, you have to go back to a ruining station. If you need to re-roll your slots, you have to go back to a, a rune crafting station. So the only thing you can really do from what I was gathering from that deep dive was you can put them on. Just you can't switch them out or trade them up or or switch or change them up. Well, we're being told right now that you can do that right now in live. That might be just like last week when we had that person, we had someone say, you know, you can already do the quantum cascade oh, the thing on thing? live. Yeah, it, that might be the case, and they're just re they're reiterating that. I haven't tested it. I haven't touched my runes in like two months because I'm just waiting for the live stream. I'm waiting for the the live game update. So forgive me for my my ignorance. I do apologize. Uh, there's one more thing about it. Your current runes, they won't go away. Well, except for your assault and support runes. What's happening is, just like when we had the hollow wardrobe show up and you got these kind of tokens that allowed you to re-change your, your appearance, all of your runes are going to be turned into rune tokens. They can be redeemed for any kind of rune you want. And if you happen to get some of the new, the special runes from Y89, they'll turn into augmented runes. So you won't have to worry about these special runes you got they just got turned into common style runes. They'll be just their own specific augmented rune tokens. So people have been saying, some someone in chat saying it, people that I, I talked to in the PTR are saying, not a whole lot of change going on. It seems like a lot, but in practice, it's if you've already understood it, it's it, you catch on super quick. Uh, everyone has a preference right now. People are saying that um, Vigor isn't as impactful as they thought it was going to be. Multi-hit seems to be kind of almost mandatory for certain amps and certain classes and certain abilities, which doesn't make any sense because it seems supposed to be optional. Uh, no one likes Glance. <laughs> it's a lot of just different opinions. Have you guys had a chance to go in, into the PTR and kind of test them out? I've gone into PTR, but I haven't been playing with any runes. Like, and I really, really should, but I, I haven't. I mean, I, I've just been talking to people about them myself. Yeah. It's, um, it's interesting. I, I I haven't done as much rune stuff as I should. Like, basically, my entire rune experience with with live now is downloading Rune Master, and then just jamming the highest set that I could that gives me increased focus and healing and stuff like that. Just like not really thinking about it, just going for the highest numbers um, into my into my gear. So, and that that worked out pretty well. Uh, first of all, and something that is really, really important to me with runing, because runing is such a tedious process with, like, oh, I have this many slots of this type. Like, what do I have to re-roll? What do I have to... I really need Rune Master to update really, really badly. If Rune Master doesn't update for uh, free Reloaded. play, I'm fucked. <laughs> like, I, I They're can't, saying it's going to be easier to search for runes like, and do stuff like that. Yeah, but it doesn't, like... Do, it doesn't have do you ever used thing. Rune Master? Yeah, Rune Master is beautiful. Rune Master yeah. is art. Yeah, it's, it's really, really it's nice. It's sex. It, it allows you to see absolutely everything where things aren't repeated. Like, it's a, it's kind of like Spreadsheet Boy's, like, fantasy. Yeah, it's it's Spreadsheet. <laughs> let's be honest. Spreadsheet Boy's wet dream. It's great. Um, <laughs> so there's that. And it also, like, did really useful things on live. Like, for example, if you needed to craft any number of runes, it would, like, aggregate the... Uh, uh, materials you needed and then you could just go and like get those specific materials and know when you're done and then come back and there was just a craft all runes button and you just hit it it would auto craft the runes for you and you just sit there and like watch netflix while it did it and just and then you'd come back and your shit would be there and slotted and ready to go and it'd be awesome uh, i have to do it, it it's a, it was a wonderful add-on i really 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 i never had that issue with, with putting in my runes when i did like I did a quick rune session when I went, when I got into raiding real quick, I just threw everything I could in there, because uh, I didn't really care about changing a whole bunch of stuff. But I never had to worry about it; it just seemed easy to me. Well, and I I just I didn't put enough research into what I should be ruining in the sense that I didn't look at like the meta and see what like the optimal dispersion of runes is. If I had done that, it would have been way easier because I would have just known I need this many of this slot and this many of this slot and this many of this slot. But since I didn't do that and I was trying to like kind of make my own like rune set. It was a lot harder because I had to do it from scratch. And if I had to do it from scratch, I would have had to put like 30, 40 column spreadsheet and then all the things and just figure out what is the most optimal. But Rune Master is just like, yo, dog, do it like this. Boop, 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 done. That's great. I would have <laughs> so basically had to build my own Rune Master and I'm not down for that. And then it, like the auto crafting stuff. Oh, it was so good. 
Please update remaster. Thank you. <laughs> Are uh, you need to smoke now? You need to smoke now? Yeah. Oh, I continue talking. So someone in chat did ask and say, hey, did the rune UI get changed in conjunction with these new rune changes? No, it did not, to my knowledge. The icons you see on your gear change, it's more cleaned up, color-coded nicely, but the actual UI when you're at the rune crafting station, no change. So it's not just runes that got a deep dive this week. We actually got a deep dive on loot updates. Long story short, rune gear is going to be a little better for you. I mean, they're basically... <laughs> Good job. They got, they got... Well, there's not much to it. They're just basically saying, hey, all this extraneous gear with their, like these random vendors that you never go to anyway, we're going to either con conglomerate them into one person or get rid of them completely. All the extra useless gear someone might be rocking, they're just going to get rid of that and then re... They're, they're gonna they're gonna readjust it so it's you're not having to have a whole bunch of extra random gear. Uh, if, if you're worried about how the item levels work when going from adventures to dungeons to raiding and that kind of stuff, they've tightened up the item levels. So they actually give the example here in the deep dive and they some, say something along the lines of where to go. I just had it. Item item level banding. I'm doing a, a, a dear a direct quote. My God, item level banding. It's a fancy way of saying loot is grouped together in an item level band within a, across a similar range of content. Although more of an issue in raids than anywhere else, we've done our best to cut gear bands to one to two item level groupings per tier of content. For example, veteran adventures give an item level of 68-70 gear. Veteran dungeons reward item level 78-80 gear, and GA will earn new levels as high as 96-100. So basically, instead of having like massive gaps between content and gear, where like you might as well just say fuck this content, move on, and get the other content. There's more of it. It's it's more evenly spread out. Yeah, it's been, it's better distribution for classes. You're not going to end up getting uh, an esper item if you're a warrior. It's it's like uh, loot 2.0 essentially. There's also less items overall. Like it looks. I mean, especially it, specifically in vendors. I'm not sure about in the world as a whole, but uh, yeah, like having a vendor that just had like. 14 items that are just blah, 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 and you're like, I yeah. don't, nobody needs any of these things. I don't know why anybody would ever click on any of these buttons. Well, Squigbiz does say a lot of those items are really good for cosmetics, to which you will not be able to get those items anymore. So those skins will be gone. Well, but, well, well, well they'll be repurposed. They'll be repurposed. Apologies. They'll be repurposed. But or if you already had, um, huh? Yeah, I mean, that that's not necessarily correct, but whatever. Well, basically what's happening is they'll be repurposed. Some of them will be, they actually do say some of them will just be gone. Some of the skins will be repurposed for other options. You'll get them somewhere else. But if you want to keep those skins, so long as they're in your hollow wardrobe, you're fine. So if you've got like a chest piece that is going to be gone and, and while it's reloaded because the vendor's gone, uh, as long as you have it in a hollow wardrobe, you'll still be able to access it and use it. So, so go grind a shit ton of gold and buy out every vendor, one of each of everything. And, and then sell those items on online. every character. Period. Done. Whoop. You want that item? Oh, it's not a bad idea. Keep that costume piece and sell it live. Well, you can't if you make it a costume piece. I mean, you can't. Oh no, no, no! Yeah. Buy two. One to keep. It's like the collector's rule: one to keep, one to sell. So if you have a feeling this item might not be here for Wildstar Reloaded, you just buy two of them, and then you sell them the auction house. Are they going to really call it Wildstar Reloaded? Like that is the name of the game update. That but the that's the name of the update, not of the actual. Like they're not no, going to change not the actual game. No, they're like, the well, start reloaded. You know how we had the strain and sabotage. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. That's just the new. And name. the last one, which was like six point two nine. Is it something? okay if I don't say Wild Star Reloaded and just say free to play? Like, is that a thing? I, I'm, you can I'm do? calling it reloaded only because it just makes more sense to get used it to the mod. Reminds me too much of the Matrix. In the Matrix, we all know how, how most people feel about the Matrix sequels. So The Matrix Reloaded? Yeah. Oh, now that you made me think about it. Yep. Well, Sorry, and, and not only that, the, the name Reloaded kind of goes with their their um, their ad, that the, the teaser trailer for free-to-play, which was, like, completely a different game. Like, I don't know what the hell that was. Ian has a good point. We could just call it Wildstar. Oh, okay. <laughs> So those are the deep dives. Obviously, we went more into depth on the runes than the loot updates. Just basically, loot updates, streamlined. Runes have more to it because people are really confused about what's going to stay, what's going to go. There was a few more PTR notes. And quite honestly, this next bit, we're really just going to super gloss over. And it's the beta test phase two notes. The reasoning because it's just a lot of numbers. And we're, we talk, we, we're not a numbers podcast. 
<laughs> you occasionally talk about them, but because they are PTR, they're subject to change. And this is an extreme amount. There are some class changes, but they're all values. They're all value changes. There's no mechanics changes. Like last time we talked about mechanics changing, how that'll impact the class. We will definitely put the notes in there. And we do recommend that if you have time to go look at them, it's a lot of cleaning up because obviously things get switched around. Some quests are gone. Some characters were bugging out. And uh, so it, that's really what it's addressing is a lot of fixes. So we do say go check out the beta testing phase notes. But for the classes themselves, there's not a whole lot of actual mechanics changing. It's just number values and everything else. And since uh, we can't determine what is actual notes and what's live already because we keep doing that over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We can only put our foot in our mouths so well, many times. I, I will say in our defense that part of the deep dive for the rune thing said – uh, since a lot of players didn't even know that you could fucking do this, like that was one of the, I mean, it didn't say fucking, like I'm paraphrasing, but it said in order to resolve the thing, the problem with players not knowing that they could, we reworked the UI to make that a little more clear. I personally, and I'm going to be hundred percent straightforward with everyone right now. I went back to a rune crafting station every single time I yep. wanted to do anything with my runes because I thought I had to the whole time until literally this episode of this podcast. That is when I learned that I am a pleb, scrub, casual douche. Um, Doc is raising his hand in agreement, and I can speak for Indigo when I say, uh, me too. <laughs> so, anyways, yes, yes, that was a thing that happened. Well, we just like talking. We don't, we're not that, we may not be that great. We just like talking. <laughs> <laughs> we're, in fact, we're Whatever. probably like on the level of like really good players, which are like up here, and then like, like mid level players, and then like really shitty players. Like, shitty players are down here. We're like a little lower. Okay, if we're going to be honest, <laughs> kind of above average because we have to keep talking about these notes. We have this knowledge in our heads, and because we keep throwing ourselves into brick walls on purpose, we're learning, we're understanding mechanics a lot faster. So we're probably a little above average. We're nowhere near the upper echelon, which is why we like having people like people from Enigma and B-Pulse and yeah. people who know their shit to come on and let us know, like, hey, up here at this, on this, like, level where you'll never, you'll never obtain it, you know, <laughs> look at me, and I'll look down at you and say no. The level where you watch the gameplay videos and you're like, I could do that. And then you go in game and you're like, I can't fucking do that. <laughs> so time travel does say that these, the patches are going to be kind of weekly. Although yeah, you he said, style not sure if the big bi-weekly system patches are weekly. So, yeah. so it's, it, nothing's changed. I mean, they still do hot fixes and bi-weekly patches every once in a while. So really nothing's changed the way they're updating it. The, the, the quarterly updates are still going to happen for Reloaded. So... That's going to be pretty fun. Uh, hopefully, and, and this is just a this is a personal thing. This is not anything. I hope that the the movement to free to play does uh, have an insurgent of income into Wildstar, into Carbine, I should say, uh, because I, I think it's really really important that uh, this is kind of a pinnacle moment for them. You know, this needs to succeed. This needs to do really well. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, we've been seeing the numbers, and uh, even though. I felt that the last time it was going to be way higher, it, it it just kept going lower. And this is a really, really important time for Carbine to really, really push this out. This next six months are pivotal. Yeah, it's very, very important. If we want to keep playing this game, whew, we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah. And one thing I wanted to go into before we get into the community news, which is not a whole lot this week, a little one or two fun things. There was a group on the PTR that decided to take down the world bosses and succeeded because we're horrible so we did find out and confirm that the osin gear we did see a while back in the item preview sets that you can get from the world bosses so if you like costumes good luck better start getting a group together because the osin costumes are are so far only been seen on the on the world bosses there's decor you're gonna see there there's even gear there's looks like there's some nice purple level level gear going on here some unique looking trees and uh, decor items so world bosses will still be useful they're not just going to be attunement-based, because they're not anymore. But if you want stuff you're not going to get anywhere else, including, it looks like, a higher chance at rare dies. Yeah. No, yeah. It's confirmed. Like the high, Well, not confirmed, confirmed. But if you really want like the Bloodfire red die, the, the black die, the white die, world bosses are going to drop them. Definitely. Not all the time, but they're going to have a higher chance of dropping them. So... Sweet. Good luck. You still have uh, reason to do uh, Wednesday uh, world bosses. Yep. With your guild. <laughs> and it's every every single one of the world bosses. They and in this in this notes we're gonna get this this 
uh, article we're going to give you right now, this imager gallery. Looks like it took down, not Doomthorn, because he's not here anymore. It took down OG Metal Maw. It took down, it looks like, Gargantua. They took down, I can't tell from the rest of that, King Plush. They took down King Plush. God damn it. I wanted to take down King Plush so badly. <laughs> Fucking King Plush. They took down like three, it was like four or five different world bosses to see what kind of loot they dropped. So it's it's going to be worthwhile, and I don't think you're going to find it much any other place else. And if not, you're going to find it at like a lower percentage. So let's move on to the strange tales from the community. Is and that, it really doesn't. I just wanted to keep it nice and simple. Okay. okay so this okay. Week, this <laughs> week, it's fine. Don't be self-conscious about it. Yeah, just keep going. I mean, it was just a little slurry, but well, not as bad. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good sound effect, Craig. That was really good. That. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, we're gonna go over to housing and jizz, diz, dr- okay. <laughs> this is why that's I'm not the alcohol. This, this is the name. This is the name, not the alcohol. Diz Trixia. Tell me that name's all. That name is not hard to pronounce. On I'm own. not going to repeat no. the word you said. So it says, I said Diz. No, I said Diz. Okay. Diz Trixia Blackthorn. Didn't say what server she was on or he was on. It was a really nice, mysterious-looking plot. A lot of really fun overgrowth and like a like a forest retreat. Uh, something we're going to show here, and I, I really enjoyed it. It's once again, I there's so many freaking people in this game. I never get to see all the super cool houses. So when they actually put them on YouTube, it's it's fun to see that. Uh, I mean, I don't have much else for that because I simply messed up the name. You you said jizz. Jizz. <laughs> you said jizz. I said jizz. Let's be perfectly honest. <laughs> yeah. Thank, thanks, time travel. Thanks. You said jizz. definitely did not say jizz. <laughs> English is hard. Yeah. Anyway, poor, poor baby. Or just draw things. Poor baby. Anyway. And one more big new no, uh, fuck me. <laughs> God damn it, dude. Uh, there's another episode of Geeks of Nexus. Uh, you, yeah, you're welcome. I will. I, I haven't been drinking either. Uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's another episode of Geeks of Nexus. Uh, they are an EU uh, a group. Uh, and I really like them. Uh, and they're very active on uh, YouTube. They're a lot of fun. You guys should check them out. Sparky uh, is really good at voices. Oh, I mean, yeah. I love his, like, announcer voice that he does at the beginning of the show. I want to have an announcer off of Sparky, really. So it happened. It happened. We, we could probably pay him to do our intro. <laughs> I kind of I kind of just want to hear him do it. Like, hear him do the, like, welcome to Strange thingy. It'd be so good. <laughs> yeah, it would be fun. I so I just wanted to point you guys that way in case you have extra time in your week. Definitely check out. Definitely check out Geeks of Nexus. Yeah, a lot, a lot of fun. Super. And awesome. also recently, we forgot to mention, um, Wildcast had Kelzim on this week, this past week. Oh. So go check out Wildcast because if you want to see something, I want to hear something awesome. They talk about stuff we've talked about as well. They talk about housing and all that kind of stuff. It's a lot, a lot of fun. And uh, it's right before PAX, so they don't really they can talk, get to talk about all the cool PAX stuff that Avid saw. Uh, and if you haven't, if you've been following PAX over the weekend, Avid Guru's Twitter feed was really, really fun. And part of the reason why I'm growing out my beard is now to compete with Avid Guru, which will probably. <laughs> oh, yeah. He had a Wildstar meetup, didn't he? Yeah, on that Sunday. Apparently, so PAX awesome. went on from like Thursday to Monday. That's weird. Right? A Monday? I, it's really weird. Ooh. Normally, it's this weekend. Like yeah. the Labor Day weekend, or is it Labor Day? Whatever it is, holiday weekend. I don't know. So that makes sense to have it on a Monday, but this year they had it earlier and on a Monday. So I don't, I don't know how that worked out for them, but whatever. I don't. I take my time off to go to PAX, whatever. Yeah. So we have some time left in the show, and part of the reason is, is the news is not super dense this week, but we also wanted to cover something and give opinions. From what we've, I've been hearing a lot around the, the Reddit sphere and the Twitter sphere, and people are asking and a lot of questions about Wildstar. And if you have a friend who's curious about coming back to the game, point them to this part of the podcast. Like, what, 40 minutes in or something like that. We're going to talk about at least our opinions on this. And everyone's asking, I am coming from X game. Is Wildstar better? Or which game is better? Like they, they, It's like they want a definitive answer. So... Huh. I guess the question is, if you're coming from another MMO or a MOBA, what 
what what should be the, like the, the drawing factor for Wildstar? What's fucking awesome about Wildstar that should draw you away and give more of your free time to that game? So I can give this perspective backwards because I started on Wildstar and then recently when Guild Wars 2 went free to play, which was like, what, last week or something like that? Roughly. I, uh, I hopped in there to give it a shot and it, it is like close... So combat system is what I'm talking about. It is close enough to Wildstar's combat system that it can like hold my interest ish mm-hmm. like I can uh, I don't know it feels like an attempt at making something think it's action combat but it's not so I played Guild Wars 2 for a bit of time I got my character up to level like 14 and then I was just out like I, it did not hold my attention the 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 first of all the telegraph system for the mobs is kind of like an old uh, single player thing where like you just wait for them to move in a specific way and then, like, hit you, and then you can dodge because they have a dodge that you can use. Um, it was way less usable than Wildstar's Telegraph system, which is like, this is where this is going to hit you, and if you're standing here, you're boned. Like, that that whole part of the combat system is way better on Wildstar's side. And then, obviously, the fact that in Wildstar, you have to aim your abilities, and in Guild Wars 2, 90% of the time, if it's not a ground-targeted ability, you don't have to aim it. So, it was way worse, in my opinion, uh, in that respect. The story was fun. I liked the the voiceover thing, and I think Wildstar could do not with its story uh, could do a little more work as far as voiceover is concerned, and like be more immersive that way. Because the cutscenes in Guild Wars are really, really they just grab me like immediately when I'm in a cutscene. But it's only for certain quests, and like certain NPCs have their voiceover done. It's not like across the board type thing, which would be a huge amount of money, I assume. Um, but Wildstar has way less, so. If that was a thing in Wildstar, I would say, you know, bar none, Wildstar is infinitely better than Guild Wars 2. But Guild Wars 2 can grab me with its with its with its cutscenes and stuff every once in a while. But through the actual gameplay, Wildstar's got me with its combat, just hands down. So let's stay real fast on the Guild Wars 2 tension, because all played all three have played Guild Wars 2 for a while in some capacity. So Indigo, we're talking about comparing Guild Wars 2 to Wildstar. What do you think? So um I played Guild Wars 2 um when I was trying to get off a of WoW, I was trying to wean off the WoW. Um, so I, I went to Guild Wars 2 because I really, really didn't want to play WoW anymore. But I wanted to play an MMO because I really enjoy MMOs. And I knew Wildstar was coming out, but I, it, was, it, was out for, it wasn't for a while. So I was playing it. I have a character all the way up to level 51 on uh, Guild Wars 2. Um, I really can't stand the way you get abilities and how you um how your abilities are directly connected to your weapon i can't stand that i want to be able to have my weapon and do my like if i have a dagger and i'm a spellcaster and i have a dagger i should still be able to do fireball with a staff you know what i mean like that that's the problem i really really had with guild wars 2 um is that it's all associated with your weapon and it's just it's not just stats it's your actual abilities. Yeah, it's like slightly customizable in the sense that that you can have, uh, you you have a main hand and off hand or two handed weapons, and you can like mix and match them like a main hand and an off hand or a two hand, and it'll vary up your skills a little bit. But in the long run, like your main hand weapon controls four of your skills, so that's like that's all the variation you have is you have these four plus these two, and that's it. That's the that's the distinction you can make. Whereas Wildstar has LAS, where you can just be like, oh, I have these eight skills to pick from, and then I have 50-something points that I can spend, and each of them has three different tiers, and it's just way more immersive and way more challenging to make the build, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that'll change once you get into actually getting points to augment your abilities, but they don't, they don't add a whole new level to the ability like Wildstar does. So I'll, I'll go on that one. I'll say, uh, for me, the combat in Guild Wars 2, having played in it for a few months off and on for the last year feels very I can turn my mind off and I'm not a big fan of that I don't like games where I can shut my mind off because the one am I playing this game for that's just me the I don't I the one thing I had an issue with Wildstar was uh, Guild Wars 2 beats it out in the turn in, in the sense of leading the player through the leveling content Guild Wars 2 your only quest giver is the lookout and the lookout just tells you these are the hubs of activity these are yeah. the ranges of levels they're at Oh, you yeah, don't have I to worry about shit else. 
they, I they, really yeah. like that. The, I really the quest do like system that. is way way nicer. They like put all their time and effort into making the cutscenes like enthralling and and yeah. And Problem is, but then as the you're quest going system between, is like, yeah. Go. Problem <laughs> is, as you're going between each hub, there's nothing in between it. There's very little very little reason to go explore. They have to literally put a point of interest way the fuck out of the way to get you to check out this map. Whereas Wildstar, although they do take an older approach to questing spans the whole entirety of the zone and the paths themselves will lead you just enough off the, the, the main leveling path to make you see a fun thing and then it can lead you back into it or a mechanic in the path will let you bypass certain things. So Guild Wars has a very strong questing system but the interactivity with the world, gotta give it to Wildstar. If you're going with, the, if you're going with combat, you guys already said it for me. I shut my brain off when I'm playing it. I don't care. Don't care about the abilities. Uh, the animations feel uh, just stiffer than that's just me. The aesthetic, I, I like a lot. Guild Wars, Guild Wars 2's aesthetic is, is quite gorgeous. And their UI feels really just kind of clunky and big. So, I mean, to me, if you're going from Guild Wars to Wildstar, keep that in mind. Like, if you're going from Terra, the combat from Terra to Wildstar is going to be very, very similar. You won't see the telegraphs, but the action combat in Terra will be very similar to Wildstar. It'll be, you can pick it up real quickly. The the free-to-play options in Terra are are very nice. And same with, from what I've seen so far with Wildstar, if they actually jump into Reload, it'll be very nice as well. Everything else in Terra is completely forgettable, in my opinion. Completely forgettable. And if you're talking about visual aesthetic... That's something on a personal preference. Like some oh, people sure. will despise yeah, yeah. Guild Wars whose visual preference. I think it's fine, a little too dark and greedy for me, but I enjoy it. Yeah, I, I enjoy I enjoy Wild Stars. I enjoy WoWs to be perfectly honest. They all have their Terra's, own merits. Terra is the tipping point though, because Terra's very Eastern in its character design and its philosophy of character design. And some people yeah. Uh that's that's my reaction too. Just meh, whatever yeah, you like, think if you don't it, like it, it's whatever. It's pretty, it's pretty. Like it's pretty people, I've never seen a game that got as much press as any of these MMOs that we're talking about that I didn't like the aesthetic of. Like, that always seems to draw me in one way or another. Whether it's funny or, like, cartoony or dark and gritty. Like, it's always it's always enough to get me interested in looking at the screen. And really, at that point, other than Terra, there's really two other games that a lot of people are going to come from. Three other games people are going to come from. Elder Scrolls is Elder Scrolls. The way the world interacts with Elder Scrolls is far different from Wildstar's. Far different. If you, if you like playing Elder Scrolls style exploring of the world and, and lore and whatnot, you're going to be disappointed because Wildstar has a little more traditional role in the sense of how you gather lore and how you explore the world. Uh, as for combat, I run into the same issue with Elder Scrolls as I do with uh, Guild Wars 2, where I shut my brain off. I, I honestly, I can't even gauge attacks half the time because I'm like, I, am I playing an MMO or am I playing fucking Skyrim? So that's just my opinion on it, and yeah, but Skyrim's way more fun. Like you're not you're yeah. not stuck in a single class in Skyrim versus in in Elder Scrolls. You are stuck playing that one thing. You can't like halfway through go. Oh, you know I'm gonna optimize my casting abilities as a rogue. You know what I mean? Like you can't yeah. do that. I never and, understood why that was a huge draw for people. Like it, or not being stuck into a class. Like I, I'm okay with being a caster well, or tactically speaking. Uh, Elder Scrolls, ha- their way their abilities work in their classes has a, is more in line with Guild Wars 2, where you have a class, but re- but depending on what weapons and what style you want to specialize in, it'll change your abilities and make some more effective or less effective. So g- combat-wise, it's more akin to Guild Wars 2 than Wildstar, and that's my gripe with, with the Elder Scrolls. And the world is pretty, but I- I'm just not a fan of the aesthetic as well. Like For me, Terra, mm-hmm. and, and, Terra and, and Elder Scrolls and... Um, Star Wars Republic are the same way. Probably something really important. Elder uh, fucking Star Wars, I'm not even going to touch because they're free to play. It's fucking horrible. Which actually leaves the big elephant in the room. Uh, and uh, the worst part is, is that Indigo would have really been able to help me out with this because you have almost never played World of Warcraft. I've I've played World of Warcraft for about 30 minutes. Uh, and with Indigo, that actually, is the, I'm pretty sure. That is the main question people are asking when they're talking about, I'm coming from X game. They're like, I'm coming from WoW. Yep. How is World of Warcraft compared to WoW? So, if we're talking about questing, roughly the same. I mean, the way you gather quests, the way you move through the questing world and leveling, they're roughly the same. Similar team members, similar style choices. Uh, So, you're not going to see a huge amount of difference there. You'll see more interactivity with Wildstar because of the cutscenes, because of uh, the way they introduce new areas. That's fine. (laughs) 
the problem, the difference is not problem because there's really no problems here. It's all personal preference. Is the the freaking just the gulf of content is massive between the two between the two games, where we keep saying it, everyone keeps saying it. World of Warcraft's been around for 10, 11 years. You can do a ton of stuff. If we're talking about specifically Endgame, we're now going to be comparing the last three drops to World of Draenor. And World of Draenor, from what I heard, I haven't played it, but wasn't very fulfilling. I mean, no one's talking about Endgame being, let's go kill Arthas. No one's talking about Endgame and WoW anymore saying, you know, let's go, let's go fucking kill Major Domo. It's let's go into the raids and and warlords and and go compare those. So if we're going to talk about Endgame right now with both games, if you're really disappointed with the Worlds of Draenor Endgame, give Wildstar's Endgame a try. Raids are intense. They're fun and they're intense and the coordination is, 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 is there. Having been in raids, you have to coordinate. You have to listen. You have to keep your eyes open. You have to be aware. You cannot shut your brain off. And wait for deadly boss, deadly boss mods to just blink up and say, hey, asshole, move 20 yards to the left. Even if you got an alert like that into timer, you're like, I, where the fuck is everything happening? I can, I know, I know the bomb is coming, but where is the bomb going to drop in, in Wildstar? That's like the biggest difference. If you, you, if you want to be more engaged with combat, Wildstar. Less bloat, more, more intense and focus-driven combat. Even while leveling. In fact, they've revamped a lot of the leveling because people are saying, I didn't like how difficult it was to level in Wildstar, which I find perplexing, but whatever. <laughs> I, I, I've always found that perplexing. Oh, That's have you been about. drinking? Yes. Yeah. Energy drinks. Yeah. So, so yeah, and that, that I agree with everything you said about raiding coming from somebody who doesn't raid, so grain of salt as far as my agreements with that. Uh, but I've, I've watched a ton of it and stuff like that. Uh, it does seem very difficult. It does seem very challenging. It doesn't seem like you can AFK raid. You know what I mean? Uh, the one thing that I would have said about raiding is that there's a barrier to entry, but they're lowering that dramatically. To almost nothing. Yeah. To almost They're going to be doing it anyway. Yeah. So it's it's relative to what you have to do now. There's fewer steps and they're easier. And it's like it. me looking at it come, coming from playing the game for so long or for as long as I have, it doesn't seem like it's going to be a problem for me. Um, to, to accomplish that in a respectable amount of time. Uh, and so really, the rating content should be like a huge, huge draw for people because it's accessible now and it looks fucking amazing. So it, it, come fucking try it. <laughs> it's That's free. Thing, come try it. It'll be free. Yeah, and it's free. Uh, it's... And, and Eclipse actually in chat is saying there's a, there's a bit of a disconnect too of people that have left and the feedback there they left in their wake and um, and what issues the game has and like I said Wildstar has issues there's a lot of balance issues when it comes to PvP still uh, the way that the runes are, the, rune, the runes are being, are being changed it might not work out that well people are concerned about that they're, they're game, it obviously it, there's a lot of complaints about the game and rightfully so but this, for people that are interested and are curious about it, you know, throw them this this part of the podcast and say, you know, from people that have played these games at least a little bit, come give it a try. You might not enjoy it. You might enjoy it. You might start listening to us every week. But it's it's I'm not saying Wildstar is the best end all be all. Boom, mic drop. Go fuck yourself. Everyone else. It's more like, hey, if you're going to go from X game to Wildstar, anticipate these changes and anticipate these roadblocks, these potholes that Chad is saying, you know, be prepared to have issues with some mechanics and being broken and some combinations and rating to be fucking OP as hell still and you can't progress through them. Uh, have issues with uh, group, uh, your your UI, you know, not working occasionally. Have issues with optimization. Optimization is still an issue in the game if you're running AMD. Optimization is... Yeah, I feel bad some- for that set of people because it's been an issue for such a long time and I still hear gripes about it, even in chat right now. There are people saying, uh, I'm disappointed that they're focusing so much on all these um, other changes and not putting seemingly any effort or at least advertised any effort into uh, into optimization. And I myself can't even relate because I, uh, I haven't had any of those issues. Like my, my computer's not even... I, I, purposely, I purposely made my computer to do not, to not have an issue with that. <laughs> nice. Like and the, your computer's the same way. And, and, Jay, and uh, Indigo is, even though he has an AMD processor... 
hasn't run into a huge amount of problems, but he had some problems in the beginning. Well, I still have problems. I have massive lag spikes. Yeah. And well, even it, some it, of those it, are server-side. Like, they, they have been... Yeah. It, well, in, a in, while ago, they were having some server-side issues. Yeah, and in, in, in Fade, I, I, I have a huge lag spikes. Yeah. And, and even then, be prepared for... Fuck, what was it? There's other issues with the game still, like problem people that are having issues with... Um, I had it in my head. It wasn't authorization. It was... Um, my God. Well, perfect for live podcast. Good job. Right? Congratulations. On the fame. game isn't perfect. Oh, wait. They're promotion. Sorry. Guys, Carbine, if you're listening, any of Carbine, Carbine's listening, go look at your site, please, because your French and German versions have out-of-date information. Uh, there's there's very few links that are talking about this new information that's coming out. I really hope that um, that when Wild Star Reloaded drops, the the the, land, the page itself that people go to to buy the game and, and download it will be up to date with information. And optimization is a tricky thing. We go back to that because Time Travel mentioned, hey, optimization changes don't generally get patch notes because they're so inside baseball. The only way optimization gets fixed is if people keep poking the bear at it. And yeah, it's obnoxious keep poking the bear at it. And once in a while, they'll swipe out and go, what the don't fucking poke me. I'm working on it. God damn it. Well, like, <laughs> like I, I understand the inside baseball thing, but it's it's like there's a difference between we're not going to tell them what we did specifically versus, yeah. hey, we did something. Is it any better? You and think I mean? it, like that that would be a level of effort that I think people would appreciate. Like the same way that somebody's saying, go test this new PVP thing or go test runes. Somebody could say, hey, AMD folks, we tried a thing. Can you go see if the thing makes things better? Yeah. And at the same time, too, this game is much more intensive on a computer than previous games. A lot of these games came out several years ago. Wildstar was launched with minimum specs that are higher than other games' minimum specs. So if your PC is not up to up to task, you're going to have a bad time. <laughs> you're going to have a bad time. Yeah. Uh, that being said, though, like you look at you look at WoW and uh, like someone please tell Blizzard to update their damn graphics. Like it's Blizzard bad. Is to. Blizzard it's is solely focused on bad. making sure the biggest amount of players can play the game as possible. It's so Wildstar bad. wants people to have an experience. It's Ergo, so their bar for entry is going to be higher because of that. Mm-hmm. So, and there's other things too, like keeping people in, enthralled and keeping them uh, coming back for more. And so, we'll see how these daily login rewards happen. We'll see how the concept rewards come into play. But if you're coming from these other games, come and give Wildstar a shot. If you're listening to this, have a friend who's curious, tell them to come listen to this episode, episode 61, where you know we'll give you at least people that have played at least a little bit of other games and, and say, you know, it's not better, but here's what to expect. But on that note, we're going to end episode 61. for What a somber-ass way to end the show. It's right? not the, so, game's not, uh, the game's not better. It's just different. Well, here's the thing. I'm it, not it, angry. I'm just disappointed. No, no, no. no, really no. Which, <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, let, let me... Let me <laughs> I think let what me, Doc was me. trying to say was that the game is good if you like it. Like, <laughs> you have to get in and try it. No, 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 no. These are the reasons you should try it. And, I and like once dinner. you try it, you can fucking decide for your goddamn self. It's fucking free. Go fucking play the fucking thing. God damn it. The Jedi don't deal in absolutes. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to get at. If you, listen, if, you, if you watch Star Wars, that's what's going to happen. The Jedi don't deal in absolutes. I will not deal in an absolute. I will try not to the best of my ability. Doc, you're drunk. Go home. No. <laughs> I will not deal in an absolute. I'm so good. No, but that's what it is. I don't like... It's something I learned while learning art. People would always say, this piece of art sucks. This game sucks. Okay, why? Why is it bad? Why is it good? And you have the, to look the at it answer more is always, well, because I don't like this. Well, well other people like that. Reasons. Well, it's stupid. Like, it, it, I see where you're getting yeah. at, yeah. It's, it's, it's generic reasons. The reasons, no. Fuck your reasons. Look at it and go, why do you not appreciate this piece of art or this game? And this game is a piece of art. A piece of art. All games are. People like Eclipse, like Bezil, like B-Pulse, like um, Lucifer. They all have reasons why they do not like or do not enjoy their time playing the game. That's valid. So when someone asks me why is Wildstar better, I will not tell you Wildstar is better. I'll tell you what to expect when you're going from the game. And, and yes, and that is why you will never be asked on to the live stream on at Carbine. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, that is our week. <laughs> Krug, where can we find you online? 
on Twitter, you can find me at KrugQT. You can email me. Uh, my email address is Krug at QTimes.com. That's Q-U-E-U-E-T-I-M-E-S dot com. And uh, if you want to get hold of all three of us, since I never say this and somebody else always does it, you can email all three of us at STOS at QTimes.com. Indigo, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Indigo Jones QT. You can also tweet at all three of us by tweeting um, at Q- underscore Q Times. Uh, we are still working on getting Q Times. Anyways, uh, Doc, where can we find you? You can find me at DocQT on Twitter. Please come follow. Please talk to me. It's the best way to get a hold of me if you're curious, have any questions about the show or anything else. As of this week, episode 61 of Strange Tales from Outside Space. My name is Doc. I have with me Indigo. Bye. And Krug. What are you doing, Krug? What are you doing? Is he leaving? Skeleton. Oh, I was going to say, I was going to say, I'm really prepared for Shades Eve, guys. Look. Me too. Goodbye. Wait, 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 no, no, no. Don't end the podcast yet. Wait. It dances. (laughs) 